Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Uh, so now on to our main topic, uh, where we're going to talk about all, all about the comic book professional retailers, um, I'm going to organization. Clean. I have no idea what the hell this is all about. I have not read it. Yeah, me either. I'll fill you guys in. I'm with so, you, Kyle. Don't worry. I, I read some <laughs> of them. So, I mean, it's fine because I think it'd be cool to see reactions. So, just real quick, let me touch on what this is. Um, every year, uh, comic book retailers, you know, shops and people that sell comics, whatever, publishers put on this convention or summit for them uh, where they kind of tell them, here's the roadmap for our, our company. Here's what we're going to be doing in the next few months. Uh, up to a year uh, to encourage, I mean, first of all, to be like, you know, we're trying to help you or work with you to make sure that your comic book is successful or your shop. Uh, but also, obviously, to sell them product, right? Like they want to make sure that shops order enough for the stuff or whatever. Um, so so this that's kind of what happens there. They have sometimes they have uh, uh, creators go on, talk to the retailers. You have, you know, publishers, like people that that would be in those editorial places. They go and talk to the retailers and kind of tell them like, it's all going to be okay. Um, <laughs> who knows is that, if that's true. But uh, but this year, for some reason, I mean, it, it was done remotely uh, for obvious reasons, but I hadn't seen really the publishers put out articles about like the stuff they talked about. So I got a few articles from Marvel, DC, uh, Boom, I did a whole video on Valiant because they're doing a whole bunch of stuff, but I, I want to—I definitely want to touch on it a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of want to talk about the news and, and see how you guys feel about the stuff. Uh, so I'll begin with—I think where we should always begin. Uh, they announced the new Batman. team for Batman coming in, in June. This is Chip this Sadarsky. looks good. Yeah, Chip I did Sadarsky see this. Writing. Oh, oh, yeah. Chip writing. Uh, Jorge Jimenez is coming back on art, uh, and then they give us a little preview. In an interview, Sadarsky did mention that this was Tim Drake, Robin. Nice. Uh, so I'm glad that he's <clears throat> going to be the Robin. Uh, so yeah, in the future, we're going to have both Daredevil and Batman be written by Chip Sadarsky. Hmm. Um, so what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about that? He's done a great job with Daredevil, so I'm yeah. interested on his Batman take, especially with uh, that Robin. Yeah, and... If you're not reading Batman the Night, which is the 10-issue series that he's doing right now, like a prequel, I think that's going to maybe influence a lot of his run. Um, it's just a story of when Bruce Wayne was a younger man, before he became the Batman, how he kind of acquired a lot of those skills and stuff like that. Let me um, ask you something, because a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, stuff I see on Twitter is saying there's just too much Batman. Is there ever too much Batman in comics form for you, Danny? Ah, uh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know there's so many titles out. Do you buy every single Batman title? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm <laughs> picking up everything. Um, either bad or bad family related for sure. Sometimes I won't pick up like the the Robin stuff or the Nightwing stuff, but I mean it's so good right now because Tom Taylor's doing really cool stuff. And, um, so yeah, yeah, I think so. I I I definitely understand the complaint because it is a lot, right? Like, how much do you spend when, a month on Batman alone? Oh God, 
Let's not go into numbers, Clay. <laughs> Can you really put a number on my enjoyment of this stuff? Yes, because yes. that's when it's too much. You can, and it's a large number. <laughs> is 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 the is the exclusive fossil the Batman stuff I sent you? Does that put you over that number? Is that is the, that where that's at? The only reason I haven't bought that is because I don't really wear watches. I only like I have the Apple Watch, and that's oh. about it. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not a watch guy. But it did look cool, and I thought about it, and I was like, but I'm never gonna wear this. Uh, so I bought some action figures instead that I'm never gonna play with. <laughs> Uh, um, we, we also got this announcement of uh, a new Aquaman and the Flash uh, yeah. series. It's going to be written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, who are co-writers. Uh, they're currently writing, uh, what's it called? Harbinger. Oh. Yeah, they've, they've written other stuff, but they're currently writing Harbinger over a Valiant. They're going to be okay. taking over one of the Captain America titles over at Marvel. Uh, but they're a pretty well-known writing duo at this time. Uh, but what my question was going to be for you guys, what do y'all think of the pairing of Aquaman and uh, Flash? I mean, I don't see any problem. I mean, I don't see how it would be any different than them pairing Green Arrow and Aquaman right now. Or, yeah, I mean... Oh, the deep target? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 canon. Flash can run on water, so, you know, it seems fine. It does... It feels a little... It feels weird... <laughs> it's just them trying to put two DC characters you don't see normally together in a book. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know this one. Like, I like the pairing, but I, I never would have thought about it. Like, the Flash and Green Lantern makes sense because they're buddies, yeah. right? It's Superman, uh, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash. You know, it's everybody's got yeah. their like you know connection. But again, you don't really see much of Aquaman and Flash together. Right. Yep. Exactly. Now, hmm. I know you nerds are into Gundams, so you might like this one. So we're we going. <laughs> DC interesting. Wait, we we talked about last week or the week before that that the DC is gonna become uh, uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> this one we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> okay, like, all right, go on. So we're talking about this DC mech where the Justice League is gonna be mechs. Because um, a few weeks ago we talked about them being dinosaurs. Well, what was so, it? They, they've done it before and. What they got in Marvel, where they, I think it was, uh, I, they, they did a crossover between Transformers and Avengers with IDW, and you end up uh, Iron Man creating me uh, suits of armor mechs for the uh, Avengers to actually fight the Decepticons. Yeah. Now, you see here that <laughs> I love that the Batman mech has a cape. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but you can see them here, right? They're piloting these, these uh, yeah. mechs. Uh, so if they go the route of Evangelion, I mean, fuck. You I liked it when uh, Jason Aaron did it better, and they all piloted uh, a celestial bodies. Oh, that like would he, yeah, yeah. Because in in his run on the Avengers, Ghost Rider took over uh, a yeah. celestial and uh, hellfired their body. Yeah. Well, they, they did it with the Justice League and Power Rangers, where the Justice League was helping drive the the Zords. The Megasword. Yeah. 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 So. Overall, I'm pretty excited about the announcement. There's, there's one more, but that one's kind of like... This one feels out of our reading age group. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely young adults, uh, but it's about you know Diana and Nubia, princesses of the Amazons. That's so, still pretty cool, though. I, I like I'm, that. Yeah, I'm glad they're reaching out to the YA audience because I think that's a good way to get them hooked into the book. Yeah. 
and then you know they'll be disappointed when they're like, "Oh, this isn't what I was reading. This is way different." <laughs> like, wait, why did they make Starfire sexy? This is creepy. I don't like this anymore. Um, Which, to be fair, I didn't care for either. I just want to go on record. Um, uh-huh. Okay, heard it here first. <laughs> Um, all right, now if we go over to the Marvel side, oops, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, <laughs> Marvel announced that's this, cool, this that's awesome. series. Hell yeah! And who's the artist? It's gonna be uh, Tom Riley on our art. Uh, yeah, and then it's uh, here, wait, I just saw the, I just saw the the writer is uh, Tom Riley. Oh, not me, Al Ewing, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it looks like it's gonna touch on all different, like oh, all, wow. all, all look at that. Of Ant Man. Um, is it not called Ant Men? This is a thing, apparently, right? Ant-Man. Yeah. And then it's gonna be leading up to the introduction of, I think, what is this new Ant Man? Oh. Uh, that you could see on our on our cover. So here's the is design that a, of the future Ant Man. Him particle is that suit. Novacore. I know uh, a little more Novacore. Yeah, and it looks yeah, it like looks... the Pim Particles logo. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. So I don't know. I thought this was really interesting. Al Ewing, I'll check out anything they do. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. because it's Al Ewing. Uh, but do you guys have a favorite admin out of all the? Because you have you have Hank Pym. Then who was the irredeemable admin? Like some thief or something? Scott Lang. Like some villain? Scott yeah, Lang. Scott Lang. No, not um, not that one. There was another one that was. Uh, yeah, he it was became, he became Ant Man when uh, Hank Pym became the Wasp. He was a part. Yeah, he of, became uh, Black Ant afterwards. Yeah, but but when he was the yeah. irredeemable Ant Man, he was like he's like this villain, um, but I don't know remember his name. Hmm. Um, I always liked the Hank Pym of the Ultimate Universe because he didn't just beat his wife; he like used no his boy. superpowers on her, and then Captain America beat the fuck out of him when he went giant. Like, yep. Not that he's a great character, but just that whole way that played out was awesome huh. i'm glad you clarify that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not rooting for the spouse abuser okay good i'm, I'm uh, rooting for the uh little captain america who beats the fuck out of him and then i oh go, go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead josh i was gonna move on to the next book then yeah move on move on okay it's fine yeah, that's enough jokes about that, huh? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so the next speaking of weird team ups, uh, Miles yeah. Morales and Moon Girl love it, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm on board, like, why not? Uh, is, is that be... Alred on the cover? No, no, this is uh, uh, Ig Guara, I think. Oh, wow! Oh, no, sorry, covered by Aletha Martinez. Oh. Uh, there's another cool cover here. Oh, that cool. is awesome. Wow. Yeah. So it's an interesting team up, uh, but I'll definitely be looking forward to checking this out. I haven't read as much Moon Girl. Um, yeah, me either. Devil I Dinosaur stuff. Um, but it looks really interesting that they're going to team her up with Miles. Aren't there yeah. rumors she's going to show up in the MCU? I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, I think yeah. so. Okay. I mean, she's supposedly the smartest yeah. person in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Even what even smarter than uh Amadeus Cho? Yep. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, then, that's why I'm curious. Like, how how is that going to come out after? Forget Moon Girl. I want to see Devil Dinosaur in the MCU. Give me oh, Devil yeah. Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get both. I mean, come on. Yeah. There. What the hell show would have Devil Dinosaur show up in it? 
Yeah. No. Um, what if? I don't think it's going to be a show. Well, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. Hey, so, yeah. It could be a multiverse of madness. Nah, oh, shit. True. If we saw a dinosaur in multiverse yeah. of madness, well, no. what's the most obscure thing you think we'll see in Late- multiverse of madness? Latest possible rumor is that Chris Evans is going to show back up as the Human Torch in multiverse of madness. That was my theory. No, but they, they've, it's been on some of the news sites that there's been like really, wait, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so I, smart. Again, again rumors. Smartest sites. person in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> this is how rumors start. Somebody heard our podcast last week. <laughs> and then they, ran, they ran with the story, and now a bunch of people picked it up. And then we they, heard it again. Yeah, we're just being fed our own uh, our own rumors that we started last week. Yep, yep. I'm totally. Uh, totally in agreement. Yeah, we're in full cycle. circle of, of yeah. rumors we've created. Uh, and then we have here Jed McKay. <coughs> I don't know if this is a character that had been around before. Iron Cat, which is going to be Black Cat in an Iron Man type of suit. Mm. I've but never heard of Iron Cat. But it's Jed McKay, so like I'm willing to check it well, out. It's, just, it's Black Midnight Cat in stuff. Iron Man suit. That's all it is. It's just them teaming up. Yeah, but Jed McCabe's been doing Black Cat and, and Moon Knight, and those series or, have been really good. Or unless this is unless this is a multiverse where basically Iron Man and Black Cat have hooked up, and that's their daughter. Oh, maybe. I mean, come on, yeah. Catwoman and Batman is hunt- with Huntress. Maybe yeah. we have Iron Cat. So we have some cool covers, and I love these the yeah. made up um, figures. collectible figures. That's clearly Black Cat's head, so I don't think it's their daughter. <laughs> that's true. Although Huntress looks a lot like a mother sometimes, so. Hmm. There was one yeah. more thing about the chameleon, but I think that's just news. Although I did hear that he might be in the movie. Yeah, that's what the I heard. Craven, too. the Hunter movie. Yeah. That would make, uh, they're half brothers, so it makes sense. Yeah. And, and then, they're still doing that? Sony so, is so weird. <laughs> Russell Crowe is slated to play Craven Sr. Okay. I can see that. They've said chameleon, and then also, I guess we need a, a Craven Jr., although they look a lot alike uh, in the comics. It's hard to tell who the senior and the junior is, other than the long hair. Um, I I feel like Mobius is going to make or break this, right? They've had success with Venom, but Venom is well-known enough you don't need a Spider-Man in it, yeah, right? Right. Mo- yeah. Mobius is, is going to be, I think, the critical juncture because yeah i know i'm i'm kind of with you Clay. i wouldn't gamble my franchise on jared leto (laughs) i still think Mm -hmm. morbius is just an april fool joke Uh, (laughs) it's not a real so they're they're paying a lot for more and more footage is all i'm saying (laughs) i mean the the trailer for morbius shows the whole movie yeah i I really am not excited to see it because i see how it plays out but if they can if they can use morbius to bring back uh, one of the Spider Man, like Andrew Garfield or something, like in a multiverse type of way, I'm all in. You know, do that at the they they saw how success. Uh, no way it, home is still in the theaters, making like seven million dollars a week. Uh, so people like that movie. Yeah, they do. except 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 here's here's one thing, and I think this is where Sony's backing themselves into a corner. <sighs> Everyone here has seen No Way Home? Nope. Clay, you still having it? You guys no. having it? Okay. I know everything. Don't worry about it. But I mean, well, I just that the the, the first in credit scene very clearly setting up bringing a character that's been oh, in yeah, the yeah. universe into are, yeah. the MCU, yeah, right? I think it's pretty much noted who that is, but I mean, I'll say yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Thank Hey-o. you. We used it. Um, but they did I, I it. Just, yeah, they did. But I just mention it because what that to me implies is Sony wants its cake and wants to eat it too, right? Well, I mean, so Jared Little fans want the Morbius. So <laughs> why? You know, the I mean, hard ones what it wants, Clay. We we can't. <laughs> I Daniel, mean, got, Daniel got his Zack Snyder cut. You know, let people have their Morbius. Yeah, yeah, Clay. Have your Morbius, but I just don't see the appeal of Jared Leto in that role at all. Oh, well. Uh, here, let me get rid of this bot. Um, <laughs> Is that what, what that was? I wondered. All right. Yeah, that was a bot. We're, we're doing it it's big if we're getting bots in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, it'll be, even if it's just me and Austin watching that Jared Leto movie. Watch um, it end up being decent. I mean, I just you know, well, I, I, I just want to I just want to see y'all marathon my so called life because y'all love Jared Leto so much that well, he's kind of my so called life. It's it's Leto yeah because he doesn't Leto. do much. He just stands there and kind of broods and looks cool and hangs out as locker. He, he still does it better than the guy that played James in Twin Peaks, who I hate in the original series, but is fantastic in the return. So yeah. go figure. Um. um all right. Move, anyway, move, yeah, we're move, getting back on topic. Uh, <laughs> God, we're just we, fighting about Jared Leto. Come on. Yeah, that's true. What is more on topic than that? Uh, we did get some really cool announcements. I don't know how much Valiant stuff you guys read, if if any um, at all. I tried. Uh, and stuff, Andy no. Diggle did his run on Shadow Man, and I just could not get into it. Okay. Well, Colin Bunn is now writing Shadow Man, and I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm a big fan oh, okay. of Colin Bunn. Uh, and it's all kind of leading to this uh, Book of Shadows book that he's going to mm. do. So they announced three big books uh, for, for Valiant. The first one, Book of Shadows. Uh, then we have this super sick Bloodshot awesome. Unleashed. Awesome oh, cover. I love it. Um, was cool. It was one of the things that I enjoyed about the movie, that, that scene where uh, Vin Diesel is just getting shot and like the bullets are going right through him and he just kind of keeps going. Kind of the same here. Uh, which I think it Valiant Smart putting you know some of their their big stock in like characters that people like right yeah um and then we have this sick Ooh, uh, Exo Men of War that's gonna wow. have Mike Michael Conrad and Liam Sharp on art written by Becky Cloonan that's uh, cool yeah Liam Sharp Liam, man Liam Sharp awesome. preview oh my god wow he looks intense um. So these books will come out throughout the year, but but I did a full video on Valiant and what they're calling the year of Valiant. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if you guys had it, like, have you guys read any other Valiant stuff that you could think of? I mean, not I, the new stuff, but of those three, I'm I, I may give Exo Man of War a shot. Um, yeah, that's a good. Even though to it, start. even though it sounds like uh, some sort of like rash cream. Um, but. <laughs> but it's it Liam Sharp, man, his art. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I got his Kickstarter book. Uh, so when that comes in, I'll show it on the show because I love his art. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done Man Thing. He's it's just it's either so like creepy or beautiful or a, a, a mesh of both. And that's kind of what I'm intrigued by that by that particular interpretation of Exo Man of War. It's like, are they going to double down on like the body horror of the suit or, you know, like w- what approach are they taking? Cause I mean, the, 
the comic when Valiant got it, you know, what back in the late '80s was very kind of hard sci-fi. I mean, it kind yeah. of played yeah. off the, the the key comics. So, um, I just don't know who who, who can who can run this company better than Jim Shooter did back in the day, because he hyped that stuff more than anyone. Like he, to me, he hyped it and made that stuff where people wanted to read it. And now it just seems like Valiant's just throwing creators on books and there's no real, like, I just don't get into any of their books. They just don't yeah, buy Yeah, un unfortunately, uh, DMG, who's the corporation that bought Valiant, they are not making the best of decisions. But I think the people working on the comic side, they're trying definitely their hardest uh, to put out good stuff. Uh, we had a quick comment here. Love and Vin Diesel bloodshot in the same sentence. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> I know it's a rare, it's a rare sentence, but that one scene that's pretty, pretty good. I love Vin Diesel, but have not seen Bloodshot. Yeah. Oh, that's I... interesting. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe closer to the book, you should, and uh, we'll talk about that movie. Hey, that's not a bad book. idea. Yeah. Hey, it, it, if it can get another Vin Diesel movie, I'm always in. That's right. Um, next but, week we're gonna we're gonna watch this little thing from Boom Comics. Before we talk about their stuff, it's a little sizzle reel they put together. It's like two minutes. Um, and I think you guys let me know what looks cool and what kind of jumps out of you. And if you can hear it. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. And for the audio listeners, I'll put a link in the video on the description if you want to watch it. Yeah. Is this that is what I'm Urban Barbarian? Oh, Stephanie Phillips. And I love Fence too. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, wow. Huh. It's interesting to see how many properties they actually work with. Yeah, I know. And then the talent behind all this stuff, too. But R.L. Stein, like... <laughs> Maybe they put him on something that he could he's, use properly. He's yeah. doing the... the uh, it's a series that's also on Disney+. Plus. I forget the name. Maybe we'll see it in the when we talk about... When I go back to the website. How is Boom doing a Disney Plus book? You know... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know, Clay. Oh, wait a minute. Um, Actually, I do because I do know that Boom has been licensed by Marvel to do a lot of their their young books, their kid books. That's right. So yeah, they do work with them on some things. That's true. So, well, and oh, I'm no, sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. 
Well, I, I was just gonna say, like, if it was a show that was maybe originally uh, optioned for Hulu, like Hulu is that weird bridge, right? Between, yeah. Like other things and ABC Disney. So yeah. Um, so the interesting thing, and I, I'm glad you said Stephanie Phillips, Clay. I know you, and and Shelby read a bunch of her stuff. Yeah. Uh, so she announced this a little bit. So they, they announced a bunch of stuff. I love fence. It's kind of it's really a manga that's this guy says a comic book. Yeah. Uh, about fencing in high school, and it's like these guys all live in like a boarding school. Uh, so it's really good. But they switched it from just uh, serialized format to graphic novels. But mm. this this grim book by Stephanie yeah. Phillips. Nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I love the stuff mm. she's doing on uh, Harley and Wonder Woman. Uh, and even I think it's called A Man Among Ye, which is the pirate book I talked about a little while ago. Uh, and then we also have this Hollow series, which I'm intrigued oh, by. Interesting. Yeah, that looks good too. But but just seeing how much stuff they have. I mean, they have Berserk, which yeah. is the Keanu Reeves comic. Yeah, their two so biggest selling books is that and mm-hmm. uh, the uh, something's killing something the children. children. Why did I think Berserk was? I, I thought it was that new, uh, that that new imprint that had the weird publishing strategy. Oh, bad idea! I didn't idea? realize it was Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was a bad idea for some reason. No, oh. no, it was it was from here. So um, okay. So I'm pretty excited because I like Boom a lot, and they work with us, yeah. like letting us review their stuff. So. It's it's kind of how I keep track of all the stuff, but I'm glad they did that sizzle reel because it really puts everything into a lot bigger. I don't know. It, it feels weird. They don't really do. I they don't really do trailers for comics. And as I say that, uh, I'm going to show you guys another trailer in a little bit. Uh, but, but it's weird that they're doing comics like that. Like I guess they finally embraced the YouTube medium of like get the hype going for comics. Well, and I thought it was telling that. Because I I know Boom may and this may just be me mainly as like a licensed comic yeah publisher yeah. and that was just kind of snuck in the middle with the you know exciting worlds it was yeah. it was sort of like we're trying to move a little bit away from just the licensing side but um, even their licensed stuff they have Buffy Angel Magic the Gathering Doom Power Rangers Doom Power yeah. Rangers which Firefly. we're gonna get that that Godzilla Power Rangers crossover soon right uh, Firefly yeah Dragon's Firefly versus relaunched. Godzilla. <laughs> Firefly just relaunched this week. So, like, I don't know. It's really interesting that this imprint, they have kind of good things going on both sides. They have their licensed properties, but they also have really amazing original stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It gets me excited. The like just looking at the names of all the creators in the in the video, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm reading all your stuff. Like Tom Taylor has a boom book. Uh, you know, Al Ewing has a boom book, so mm-hmm. like I saw the name. <clears throat> all yeah. these, all these guys are doing really cool stuff there. So, uh, that was that was about it as far as the the Comics Pro uh, convention. I think, like I said, it, it's it's hard to find the stuff for smaller publishers because they don't really put out a big uh, news. They kind of reveal that stuff on their own uh, thing. But I know AWA had a big presentation for. Uh, which I'm really excited about that imprint, which is the the one that did not all robots. Yeah, uh, that we yeah. talked about earlier. It, that's Alex Alonzo, who used to run mm-hmm. Marvel and he used to run Vertigo for DC. So he yeah. knows talent, and he all those books, every book from AWA I've picked up has been great. They so they are also a a production company, I think, or a studio. 
So I can oh. see how there maybe the imprint to be a little cynical, it's definitely an IP farm where like, yeah, we'll make this comic and then maybe we can turn it into a TV. You know, we can sell it as a TV show or a, or a, a movie to all these streaming services that just they're starved for content. They need content. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But I think, you know, if that's one way to get people to read comics, I'm all for it. Because uh, that should be the goal. That's our goal here to get you guys to read comics and uh, hopefully talk more about them and normalize reading comics, I guess, in some kind of sense. Yeah, it's not just about the movies. Right. No, right. no. So <clears throat> It's about we'll... gorilla women in bikinis. That's right. Yes, <laughs> as it's always been. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Shelly found yeah. some Planet of the Apes books from the 90s, uh, and oh wow. this is my that favorite is, cover. That is honestly the most 90s nice cover I could possibly think of. <laughs> Wait, so are all gorillas, like, what? not have... Fur and like I don't know. She has. They... they have tiny fur on their legs. If you look oh. closely, it's like yeah. What is, what I, is that guy? Look I'm like I'm, I'm looking a little too closely. I'm very very <laughs> uncomfortable right now. Yeah, the audio viewers are the audio listeners are lucky they can't see that cover. <laughs> um. It was it was hard in the nineties. You know, walking into a comic shop, uh, it was just bikini clad women everywhere oh, and, yeah. cro and chromium covers and chromium covers so they literally blinded you oh man um, you guys that you guys make it sound really cool <laughs> <laughs> no no, no please, please no. don't take don't take that away from this cheesecake, um, cheesecake and chromium <clears throat> way to go josh it was, it was it. too much it was too much let me tell you uh i don't know if there's such much. a thing as too much cheesecake there, there is there is, it, especially if you're the person in the store recommending the most obscure Vertigo book possible, and you're trying to make it open to people of every gender, you know? Yeah, to, yeah, so. Hey, look, everyone should get their own kind of cheesecake, whatever you're into. That's, that's yeah, what that's should be true. on covers. That's true. Yeah. Uh, there's many flavors of cheesecake, Josh. There are. There are. I'm not trying to limit any kind of cheesecake, let me tell you. And please... <laughs> This yeah. is why there there should there should be a law in Australia that Hemsworth is cannot wear shirts. I'm just saying. So, oh man, yeah. Um, somebody's listening to this out of context because they don't really know, and they're like, "Yeah, they talked about cheesecake for like ten minutes. It's so weird." Oh my god. <laughs> oh right, my so god. that was that was our main coverage of the comics bar retailer. Of course, we always stay up to because we talk about the stuff we read all the time. We'll cover some of the stuff in the future. Um, as long as we keep working with these publishers, hopefully we'll still get you know reviews and stuff. Except Marvel. Um, um, so Wish I could fist them. Wish you like to fist him. From cheesecake him, to fisting, him being Marvel. That's the title of this episode. Marvel. From cheesecake to fisting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully, hopefully I'll remember that. Uh, <laughs> Now, before we go on to the next thing, let me <clears throat> cleanse, it, cleanse our palate. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. So many punches. Too many punches. No. No, that's, a, that's not enough punches. <laughs> that's oh. the... the 
that is the right amount of bat punches. Um, a, a little funny Easter egg: the the one of the kids that's got the half painted on face, he plays Tim Drake in the Titans show. Really, oh, really, yeah, For real? yeah. Oh wow! Huh. Uh, so it's cool. It's cool to see that uh, maybe he will. Maybe we will get a Robin in the future. You know, we already have the the guy to play him. Um, or or uh, I think they mentioned a a grounded Mister Freeze, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Because it's a guy that lives off of the cold and and a cryogenic so. suit. I'm like, yeah, how is that grounded? Yeah. But you know what? Oh, he's not. He's reason. not constantly making cold puns. I think that's yeah. that's the baseline. Uh, I, th- so. I think Matt Reeves grounded the Planet of the Apes as much as he could. I think. Yeah. So I trust him. I I you know I've always felt like Mr. Freeze from the animated show was just like. A the quintessential Mr. Freeze, but then can you imagine being a fan Which of one that? Or three? There were three different actors who played Mr. Freeze in the '66 Batman TV series. No, 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 no. In Batman, animated. Oh, my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine being a fan of that and then going to go see the uh, Schwarzenegger version? Oh God, just it's it's like someone farted in your mouth. It's just bad. So, ah, <laughs> uh, that's the worst way to lose the fart game. And we now have no viewers. All right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now and I'm kicked off the show. Yeah, cheesecake to farting in the mouth. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at clay underscore harrison kyle at kylepedia adrian at adrian underscore harry daniel at echo spider and josh at cosmosis hail bebo